You're listening to the Love Radio Network Worldwide. LoveRadioNetwork.com. Educational, inspirational, trending topics, and the hottest hits. With award-winning talk show host and personality. And you made us number one. Thank you. Love Radio Network. Building a network of love. Hello and welcome to the Marriage Can Win Show. And we're your hosts, Eric and Dr. Sakisha Hollick, your relationship experts. We help educate, empower, and encourage couples on developing more effective communication skills, gaining greater control of your finances, and establishing a greater level of intimacy. We invite you to join the conversation with us here on the Love Radio Network. And yes, we are the, your hosts, Eric and Dr. Sakisha Heilig, your relationship experts. Our mission here at Marriage Can Win is we educate, we empower, and we encourage couples to embrace that marriage can win when you focus on three key areas, improving your communication skills, developing your money management skills, and enhancing your intimacy skills. We ask you to invite your friends, your family members to join us. And if you have any questions or comments, just call us at 516-531-9623 and hit option number one. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Marriage Can Win. And we'll make sure to follow you back. But tonight we are super excited. We have a dynamic couple joining us this evening and I am so, so excited. Let me tell you a little bit about who is going to be joining us this evening. We have Drs. Rod and Kim Warren Martin. Dr. Rod is a retired educator of more than 30 years. He's well noted for working with African-American boys to help improve their overall being while preparing them for a life of manhood. He stays close to his passion with education, and his new journey is to educate people on the importance of financial literacy. He truly believes, like what Robert Kiyosaki said, it's not how much money you make, it's how much you keep. And we're going to dive into that this evening. And also joining us is his lovely wife, Dr. Kim Warren Martin, who's the founder of Successful and Fulfilled. And she's the creator of Reignite Her Light. And she is a dynamic woman who helps other successful women to move beyond achievement to fulfillment and leverage their area of greatest fulfillment to reach their peak potential. She believes that every woman was born to live in a soulful state of fulfillment. You don't have to sacrifice your success for fulfillment, nor do you have to sacrifice your fulfillment for success. You can hashtag have it all. 
Together, Dr. Rod and Dr. Kim have been called a power couple, role models, and a beacon of hope. And tonight, we're going to be diving into the topic, success, successful and fulfilled. So everyone out there that's listening via the Love Radio Network, or if you're listening to the replay, I want you to give a virtual round of applause for Dr. Rod and Dr. Kim Martin as they join us this evening. Awesome, awesome. Dr. Ron, Dr. Kim, are you there? Yes, we're here. We're ready and uh, and alive. We are here. Awesome, awesome. <laughs> Why don't you guys take a second and tell our listeners a little bit about you, how long you've been married, you know, any children, and tell us about your business. So this is uh, Rod. Uh, we got married uh, in September of 2009, so we're, we're looking at about 10 and a half years at this point. Uh, for me, this is my second marriage. Uh, I have three sons, uh, ages 26, 30, and 31. A couple goddaughters, I claim, they're in their 20s and 30s also. Uh, in our business, you know, I'm uh, definitely focusing on financial education, just financial literacy, just teaching people uh, more about their money. And while Kim is in coaching and consulting uh, high-achieving women. Oh, well, that's us. Oh. And we are super excited uh, to be here uh, on this evening. So, uh, yeah, we're excited to be here. And hello to everyone out there. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. So, Dr. Rod and Dr. Kim. Okay. Can you hear us? We can. Mm-hmm. Okay. Perfect, perfect. I have a quick question. Can you, guys, can you take a moment and just share with our listeners what you believe makes a successful and a fulfilled marriage? Because here at Marriage Can Win, we're focused on marriages winning. So what makes a marriage um, successful and fulfilled? So this is Dr. Kim, and I'll just kind of kick it off. And I believe, and, you know, we both kind of share the belief that um, it's up to you and your spouse to define what success is for you in your marriage. A lot of times in our lives, I mean, even when you look at life broadly um, and just, you know, just across the board, uh, we're most often, you know, told what to, what to do, what to think. We're conditioned to be this way or that way. Um, in fact, even, you know, getting married uh, sometimes uh, is, you know, something that is a societal norm or a familial norm. Um, and so you guys both know that uh, we have a, a really high rate of unsuccessful marriages um, because people have ideals and uh, expectations and often they are um, unspoken. And so it, it literally is up to the couple themselves to make up their mind um, to decide and to define what their marriage is going to be um, and what it's going to look like. And if you, you think about what is success, right, you're doing well, you're thriving, you're reaching some goals, um, you know, you're, you're hitting targets. And so when we think about that in marriage, um, it, it's the same thing, but it can't be a one goal or one-sided definition because the two have you know, come together as, as one in the marriage. It doesn't mean you lose your individuality, 
um, but it also means that you're committed to making it work. You're, you're considering someone else. You're um, including someone else. You're putting someone else uh, first as well. And then, you know, you want to be supportive and respectful. Um, it has to do with uh, our communication and our money, right, and some of the things we're going to talk about tonight. Um, so that is, you know, my or our idea, we had a chat about it, you know, being successful and being fulfilled. And being fulfilled is, you know, uh, really being in a, I, I call it a soulful state where you are solid, you are, um, you have a good foundation, and there aren't things that can come along and rock you, rock your foundation. So if someone came to me and said something that was out of character for my husband, for Dr. Rod, you know, I would know that, no, that's not right. That's not him. He didn't say that, you know, or he didn't do those things. And so um, I think that's just a, a touch on uh, successful and fulfilled. I don't know, baby, if you wanted to add something else to that. Um, so, so the only thing that I would uh, add to that is uh, uh, the successful marriage, I, I believe that you should not only love one another, but you definitely should like each other also. <laughs> True. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so true. And uh, sometimes we, we, I mean, there, we've relocated a time or two, and then we were in a scenario one time where we just, we were coming back from the airport. This was in San Francisco. And we looked at each other and we were like, you know, it's really a good thing that we like each other because, you know, it's not like we had a huge community at that time uh, when we were there. And so as we looked at, you know, doing something or entertaining ourselves, I uh, pretty much had to be together. It was just, you know, the two of us. So <laughs> very important point. <laughs> yeah. And that is a really, really important point that, you know, the couple should like each other because there are times in which even a time like this where we're in quarantine and couples are starting to have to spend more time together, you know, the one spouse may have worked outside of the home or even both spouses. And now they're either working for home or there could be a change either in their job situation or financial situation, and they're spending more time together. So they're having to adjust what they call the new normal. And that can be a challenge for couples if, if they're struggling to like each other. What do you think, honey? <laughs> yeah, that's going to have to be a key proponent uh, that you need to to like you know, one another because um, if you like one another you want to spend more time with each other you have fun that makes life uh, a joy and not a chore <laughs> that's true I like that makes life a joy and not a chore <laughs> because you, you know it, it's important I mean it can be challenging I know you know being just transparent there are times where you may hit that that trigger you know sometimes what we're learning and what wives may be learning. It depends on how, ta- how long you've been with your spouse that sometimes the husband may need his own space and, and you need your own space. And it doesn't mean you don't love each other or you don't like each other. You just need that time to kind of decompress and, and spend a little time focusing on yourself. So that way you can be filled up so you can continue to pour out. But when you're struggling to even like each other, that's going to increase the level of tension in the home sometimes. And that. In and of itself, if you're pretty much quarantined or kind of restricted in terms of what you may have done previously as an outlet, some people are into sports. They go, you can still go jogging, but some that may have gone to the gym or gone fishing or met with their friends for a cup of coffee, that's kind of, that's off the table. So now we're having to come up with alternatives. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say, now is the time um, that... (laughs) 
you're forced to be with each other. You're forced to be in in a close environment, so it's not like you can just leave and go to the mall or go to a movie or something. You're forced to be around each other. (laughs) Well, you know what? That kind of makes me think about the mindset of the couple, and uh, that's that's definitely going to impact how they relate to one another. So what role do you think mindset's going to play in a winning marriage? So I, I believe mindset is is pretty much everything, right? It's a you know a collection of your beliefs and your thoughts, your mental attitude, which you know kind of feeds into your habits and your your actions and your interpretations and responses, um, you know, in situations and circumstances, and so. It's highly important. I, I think it's, you know, I don't know, I think it's hugely important. Um, and what's really interesting, um, you know, as we're talking about mindset, I think that mindset is, you know, there's a lot. We're talking about how marriages can win, but there is a lot that needs to happen before you ever even get into a marriage, right? So um, that whole mindset thing, uh, you really need to kind of check that out uh, on the front end, um, you know, because you don't, I mean, there are going to be some surprises, right? I mean, we've been together now, well, we consider a long time. <laughs> and so um, even as we're quarantined, we continue to, you know, learn more about each other. But, the, you know, the, the core of who we are and, and the, you know, our, our thoughts and our habits, um, that remains constant. So we're not, you know, discovering that, um you know, I don't know, he has some kind of belief that is completely um, different from mine. And even if someone is in a case where that occurs, um, I think it takes real communication and um, commitment and compromise to be able to meet in the middle um, and make it work. So um, we just believe mindset is massive. I mean, it's huge because it's with you all the time. So, um, you know, it isn't going to change or anything like that. So we believe um, it's, you know, I think we may be having just a technical challenge. Um, uh, do you, do you, you guys, guys have, okay. do you guys have um, some earphones you can maybe plug on? Um, is that better? I think, let's see. Maybe, um got a computer near us, so how about we move that? Let's see. All right, so um, we're going to try to work this out. We're going to move on. We're going to move on. Okay. Okay. That something I think that's important, you know, having a great mindset and being equally yoked, and, and that's in everything, including business, education, spiritually, definitely when it comes to finance, finances, of course, you have to be on the same page, have that same mindset, uh, you know, don't want to come home one day and see a new car in, in, in the driveway, and we, we're, not, we're not equally yoked about this, about this car. So I, I think, uh, I think um, just um, knowing each other and uh, just understanding one another is just, you know, as Kim mentioned earlier, just digging a little deeper into uh, each other, uh, definitely before, uh, before the I do, but even afterwards, you know, again, when those things come up, you just try to, uh, 
you know, find some balance there and uh, and just try to get as equal equally yoked as you possibly can, even if it's in the aftermath. Now that that's a good point. So that means that it's really really important for couples to start having these conversations, having these candid conversations in regards to their finances. You know, are you on the same page? Or you know, who's a spender? Who's a saver? You know, do you set boundaries or, or guidelines in return in regards to your finances? And who's doing the bills? And you know, are you going over that on a regular basis to try to try to help avoid some of those situations? Because it can be challenging if you do come home and find that new car in the driveway that you had no prior knowledge of. <laughs> that could definitely. And I'm sure there's someone out there listening that may have experienced that. So, you know, if that's the case, it's time to to approach your spouse and start having these conversations. And I think, well, I hate to say I think, what what our experience has been in research has shown that sometimes that couples, you know, they may not focus on that at the beginning of their relationship, which they should. Because if you're saying, I do, and your intention is forever, You've got to know what's going, coming in the house and what's going out. Heaven forbid, if something happens to the other spouse, you need to be able to, to continue to execute what's going on. What about you? What are your thoughts, honey? <laughs> well, you definitely have to uh, be in consideration of each other. Um, you have to consider each other in all aspects. And I know you were talking about financial literacy, uh, or at least you mentioned it. Uh, Dr. Rod, you were talking a little bit about financial literacy, and I think that is, is important as well, um, that you both individuals uh, have some kind of understanding of their finances and know the, the definition of money, um, as well as you were talking about you know, with each other. I think it's um, really important that you, you, there's a key statement that you had. It says, it's not how much money you make, it's how much you keep. So can you share with us or share with our listeners a little bit about um, the information that you, that you educate everyone on in regards to financial literacy and exactly how important it is to couples, particularly in this season? Oh, absolutely. You know, I, I'm learning a whole lot about um, people and, and you know, just specifically, our, and especially, I would say, our people. I'm learning a whole lot about what we don't know about our money. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, something as simple as how much, how much interest are you getting on your banking or savings account, and people have absolutely no idea. Mm-hmm. So uh, some of the teaching that I like to uh, – you know, start with with people just teaching them some of the basic principles of money, uh, mm-hmm. the rule of seventy two, uh, and also when when people uh, get to understand better about how their money works, then mm-hmm. they tend to do better with their money. Okay. Uh, and so uh, I try to help them with uh, ways to accumulate money and okay. then save it. And uh, and then talk about how to redistribute that money at some later point in their life, such as retirement. How do you how do you start redistributing? Of course, it's your money, but how do you begin to redistribute that money that you've saved and accumulated? Um, uh, another big, big, huge thing for me is um, you know show them how their money grows and how it's taxed and uh, how how to help them put their money in different tax buckets 
to get them to see how to reach that 0% tax bracket. And then, okay. um, so l- last night I was just kind of mentioned, uh, I want to show them what and how the wealthy of the wealthy make money and mm-hmm. then leave a legacy for their children's children's children. Yeah. But it has, to be, uh, it has to be intentional. It has to be by design and not by default. I like that. It has to be by design and not by default. I've got to write that down. If you're listening and you're taking notes, it has to be by design and not by default. So think about that, couples, when you're, if you're married or if you're considering getting married, that you have to have a plan for your finances. And it should be designed by design and not by default. Well, you know, our philosophy is we want to teach and educate how to build and protect wealth not just for your current generation, but your future generations. Yeah. And then I, and you know, typically uh, people think um, savings is uh, having enough money from the first paycheck to the next paycheck. (laughs) And so it can just stay positive, you know, before the next paycheck. And they think that's doing, they're doing good. (laughs) (laughs) That's what savings mean. (laughs) But the truth is they have to have a, a understanding. And I love what you brought about the fact that they need to know about the interest rates they're accumulating and being able to leave a legacy for future generations and how imperative it is. Because, you know, it, I can't tell you how many times we've encountered couples and we've even found ourselves a while ago at a position, you know, when you're living paycheck to paycheck then that increases the amount of tension in the home because you're worried, how am I going to pay this bill? And just think, for instance, right now we're in quarantine where some people may have lost their job. Some, you know, things may be transpiring. So now your income could be cut in half or cut to zero. So now how are you going to handle it? Because that one spouse is stressed or or preoccupied with how we're going to pay these bills, how we're going to keep the lights on, how we're going to put the kids through college. So it's really imperative when you share that information, that wisdom on how to leave a legacy for future generations that they start to, to take advantage of this information and start to implement it as soon as possible. You know, it's funny how if we, you know, when you talk to, we've talked to couples sometimes and we say, oh, well, can you put aside X amount of dollars? I can't do that. But if you think about it, if there's an emergency and parents out there, I'm sure you can understand if your child needs something, if your child is in trouble, they need something for school. You, we find the money for that, don't we? Yes. Yes, we do. So we we need to be able to find that money to invest so that we can have a secure future for unexpected times such as these. Does that make sense? Oh, absolutely. (laughs) It absolutely makes sense. And I I just want to add, like you said something key there, um, Dr. Sakisha, investing, right? And, And some, I think something that we have to start to do is look at investing our money and not just spending it. Um, right. I know we want cars, we want homes, we want purses and shoes. I mean, ladies out there, I like purses and shoes, like the next one, right? But I don't need <laughs> every designer bag. I don't need every every pair of my shoes doesn't have to be Christian Louboutins, right? So <laughs> rather than, you know, buying up a whole a, a slew of Christian Louboutin shoes, why not invest in the company itself or something and be able to get some sort of return, you know, Absolutely. versus just, uh, you know, just having – that thing, which is, you know, immediately depreciated once you walk out of there and hit the concrete. So, you know. Absolutely. Um, 
So definitely uh, having a mindset to in, invest versus spend um, all across the board in your relationship and your finances and your communication in life in general, in the time that you, you know, do you invest more, more of your time than you spend? Um, you know, I know being quarantined uh, presents us with an opportunity to spend more than we invest. But if we have the opportunity to spend, we equally have the opportunity in, to invest. So how are we growing? How are we changing? Um, how will we be better on the other side of this when we do go out when it's more safe to go out than I think now? But, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but you know, so just having that mindset of everything I do is an investment, an investment in me, my family, my life, my future versus just spending um, all the time. Yeah, that's true. Well, you know, I think uh, this is a time that um, really people are to spend this time and get some education on money, on finances, looking to take advantage of this time of being home, not just uh, binge watching, um, but also to prepare for um, when things open up and be on top of um, the race Mm -hmm. to invest in something, invest into themselves, look at what they're going to do um, as far as careers or businesses or new opportunities and, and um, think outside of the box or do a lot of reading books should be something of, you know, uh, that has been read on constantly. And if you're on the internet, do a lot of research on the internet. Um, So that's my thoughts on that. Yes. And you know what I think is really, really important? And I mean, I can't tell anyone how to raise their children or raise, run their household. I'm not by any means trying to do that. But I was astounded when we took, uh, it was several weeks ago, probably the beginning of this year, um, we took our kids to the mall and we looked at it and we said, okay, you need some new shoes for school. And I looked at the prices of these shoes and I said, you have got to be kidding me. There's no way on earth I'm investing my money I, and I was, and my husband was laughing at me, but I, when they showed me the price, I was like, well, where's your clearance section? Because this is utterly <laughs> ridiculous. I refuse to spend this amount of money on shoes. You know, I love my children, but I'm like, you could take half of that, get some shoes and put the other half away for, you know, something else, you know, and I, I just, I could not believe it. These companies are making a killing and we're, we're helping them get rich. And the thing is, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Most definitely. Hey, I, I think they get a lot of pressure from, especially when you talk about kids, they get a lot of pressure from kids that, you know, at school and, you know, they want to fit in, they don't want to be talked about. But, you know, we have to keep teaching um, these principles of money to the young people. And I think uh, as we do this through the generations, I think stuff will become less more important to them as they uh, really understand and learn the value of a dollar. Yes, absolutely. Teach them what they can do to set themselves up for the future, how you can invest your money, you know, even if you start at such a young age. So when it's time to go away to college, you're not stressed or like, oh, gosh, I have to get a job. You can, you know, you have certain investments where you can create that residual income that will help you, you know, during that time. So you can focus on your school. You can focus on, you know, doing internships. Um, There's a way to set yourself up for success. And I said, I tell them a hundred something dollars for sneakers is not one of them. (laughs) (laughs) I know that's right. (laughs) Um, Yeah. And I think 
I think you hit on something, Dr. Fakisha, which is a key part of legacy building, and, yeah. and you and Dr. Rod were, you know, talking about. But you have to um, pass those principles down, not just the money itself or not right. just the property or, or the art or whatever those things yeah. are. You have to pass the principles down because you don't want it to, like, like Dr. Rod talked about, uh, leaving a legacy to their children, children's children, which I think goes one even farther than the Bible stuff. But um, but the reality of it is, you don't want it destroyed in one generation. Uh, you okay. want it to continue to be there and to grow and to be able to get better at you know with each generation that that comes along. So you're absolutely right on that. Okay. All right. So we're getting ready to go on a quick commercial break. So for all of our listeners, make sure you stay tuned and we will be right back. Don't forget to give us a call at 516-531-9623. Again, I'm sorry, 516-531-9623 and push option one and they'll bring you into the studio and we will be right back after this commercial break. What does gospel mean to you? Gospel, what it means to me is freedom, hope, salvation. This is the Love Radio Network. Hi, this is Nina Taylor of the Gospel News. Join me Thursday evenings at 8 o'clock p.m. Central for my show, The Gospel Express. Each week, we debut brand new artists, new music, and you'll hear gospel music from around the world. It's the Gospel Express right here on LoveRadioNetwork.com. We are back with Drs. Rod and Kim Martin, and we've been talking about couples being successful and fulfilled. So don't forget, callers, if you have a question, you want to chime in, give us a call, 516. 516- Five three one nine six two three and press option one. Awesome. Now, Dr. Rod and Dr. Kim, before we went to break, we talked a lot about um, financial literacy, and we talked. You talked. You even dropped some nuggets on on certain things or certain principles that that people need to be educated on so they could leave a legacy for um, future generations. But I also wanted to talk a little bit, how do you go about educating them? Are you hosting webinars? Are you hosting, you know, seminars? Can you share with us a little bit about that? Yes, absolutely. I uh, do a lot of uh, Zoom webinars now, you know. Uh, I think that's the, the new thing. Uh, uh, if, if I'd have had a little forward thinking, I would have, uh, you know, invested some money in the Zoom company uh, right at the beginning of this uh, disaster. But uh, nevertheless, <laughs> I, I, I have I've done more Zoom calls than I've done probably ever in my life. Uh, because I'm, I'm doing two or three sometimes in a day. But, yes, yeah, so right now uh, I am uh, absolutely um, dispensing as much information as I can uh, via Zoom. Uh, I, I have talked to several people on the on the telephone also, but I, I do like to show them the information. And some people, you know, if you do a combination of that, that visual learner and that auditory learner. And okay. uh, but it's been it's been really good. It's been uh, you know other people have said, hey, you need to talk to Rod. Uh, he's going to give you some information. So I've done groups, individuals. Did a, actually, did a pretty big group this this past weekend of some of my fraternity brothers. 
uh, in Alpha. And so uh, it was really, really great. We had an absolute great time, about 25 awesome. of us. Uh, who uh, got the information, and even though, you know, they range from ages 20 to 72, uh, oh, it's wow. amazing the amount, even my older brothers who just had no idea of some of the things, which, again, which this just solidifies why I'm making this my new mantra, which is to go out and uh, just educate as many people that will open up their ears and uh, listen uh, and just to tell them about their money because it is theirs. Wow. That's awesome. That's awesome. I I have a question, if you don't mind, I'll have I have a question for, for Dr. Kim uh, as well, because I was, you know, a lot of times when you're you're reading bios, there are just certain things, just certain traits that just uh, stand out about a person. And I was I was looking at a part of her bio and it said one of um, one of the things that Dr. Kim does, she helps successful women move beyond achievement to fulfillment and leverage their area of greatest fulfillment to reach their peak potential. And those two words, peak potential, it just stood out to me. So, so since um, Dr. Kim, since you advocate reaching your peak potential, is it only something that occurs on on like an individual level, or can you reach it as a couple? Can you shed some additional light on that for us? Absolutely. Um, and so I guess the, the bottom line, the answer is no, it's not just for an individual. Um, it is for a couple as well. Um, I mean, if you think about it, even in corporations, you know, you have high performing teams and, uh, you know, teams that um, reach the, the pinnacle uh, in a project and delivery and that sort of thing. So the same thing, uh, you know, takes place. Um, in a marriage, I think it is incumbent upon us uh, individually um, to grow, uh, to grow personally, to grow in our businesses, um, to grow in our ability to communicate, um, you know, and, and our, our ability to uh, be considered, to become more emotional, intelligent as well. And then individually, as we do that, I, I believe, you know, it elevates the couple. I, I think there's a saying that a rising tide, you know, raises all boats. Um, and so when that occurs, um, it's definitely possible for a couple. And that's, if I go back to something I said earlier, there's some things you need to know on the front end, you know, about your spouse. Do they like to read? Do they like to, um, you know, do they like to travel? Do they, or what type of reading do they like? You know, is it, is it more entertainment and that sort of thing? Or is it, you know, for, for financial development, professional development, personal development? What are they about? Because you are um, attaching yourself uh, to this person, ideally for life. Just to share a little bit more of our story, if I may. Um, we have known each other since we were 12 years old. Uh, so wow. we met originally in the sixth grade. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I don't know if it was an English class or what, but I remember, you know, we had these converses when converses weren't cool or they came back or something like that, right? But, you know, the little white part, you know how you used to draw the little cross and, um, you know, put the initials in each one of the boxes? <laughs> so, uh-huh. so my maiden name is Warren. So I think one time I drew on my shoe, um, KW and RM. And so my mom was like, what is this on your shoe? And um, oh. so we, we <laughs> I was like, oh, no, no, nothing. And she immediately took, you know, nail polish remover and cleaned it off, right? Nail polish remover was her thing to clean off stuff. But, um, <laughs> but so 
we knew each other. We went to high school together. Um, but we never, I mean, we liked each other at age 12, and he called my house. And my mom said, uh, sweetheart, Kim doesn't get calls from boys. So I'm not sure how you got this number, but, you know, please don't call anymore, right? <laughs> so, oh, wow. Every now and then I would sneak around at my grandmother's and talk to him just because he was a fun guy. And, uh, you know, he was a nice gentleman. But, you know, we, as he mentioned, this is a second marriage for him. So we reconnected at a high school reunion. And just to make a long story short, the rest is history. Here we are tonight on the radio show with you guys. <laughs> wow. Um, <laughs> so when we we talk about liking each other, mm-hmm. you know, um, it's really interesting. We both lived so many different places and how we would come back, uh, you know, to home, if you will, um, to find someone with those values and those principles um, you know, to, to build a life with. And, um, you know, so when we talk about reaching peak potential, and if I may just be a little bit more transparent and mindful of the time, when he asked me to marry him, can I share this? I said, it was a surprise to me. And most women love that, right? It's a surprise. And <laughs> yeah. I said, oh my gosh, did you buy a ring? <laughs> you know, And I was like, let me see it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, oh, my gosh, my heart was all pounding and everything. And I was like, well, can I think about it? <laughs> <You know? laughs> and, I mean, do you believe I said that right? <laughs> and he said, this is what he said to me. He said, you, you, you can absolutely think about it because it's the only marriage you're going to ever have. So you deserve time to think about it. Now, that oh, to wow. me says a lot about a person. There was no yeah. ego involved. Um, he recognized that, you know, it was a little, um, like it was a surprise to me and I loved him and I wanted to spend my life with him, but I wasn't expecting it. And so, I don't know, some of my guy friends have said, girl, if you had said that to me, I would have taken my ring and kicked you to the curb, right? <laughs> I said, well, <laughs> you know, but that, that doesn't matter. So when I think about this person and the opportunity to reach peak, reach peak potential, um, yeah. There's some things you have to know about the person on the front end. And yeah. are we exactly alike in everything? No, right? We're not. Um, and, but, but we have, you know, major goals and major objectives, and, and we compromise a lot. Um, and, and I don't mean that in a bad way. It's just I'll go along with some things, and he'll go along with some things um, for the, the benefit or, as, as you say, the, good, the sake of the cause, right? Where are we trying to get to? Um, and as he grows, I am elated to watch him doing what he's doing with finances now and to hear the conversations yeah. and to be able to bless lives and households and homes and things like that. Um, you know, and the same for me, he's uber supportive and um, just, you know, just there. And so together, um, you know, we are growing and this quarantine is helping us to, to even grow even further as we, you know, talk about communicating inside of these, I don't know, four walls, eight walls, however many walls, you know, on a daily basis and, and, and still um, loving and respecting and, um, you know, making it work. And so um, I'm excited. I, I'm excited. I said yes. And uh, here we are. <laughs> awesome. I so, got the answer in there somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> you did. Yeah. You did perfect. 
So how would you say your relationship is doing in this time of sheltering? Um, Because it's one thing when we're able to go out and date and and have romantic evenings. And, um, you know, so now this is a time of, you know, being creative. So what what do you what do you say yet at at this point your relationship how your relationship is doing now? So I think it's doing well, um, and I'll and he'll chime in here in a second too. I mean, when you speak about being creative, um, so my husband one of the things I've always wanted to do is learn how to play chess, and so he's um, a pretty good chess player, and so we've been teaching me how to play chess. Um, although what's interesting is the first night we started, you know, I'm learning the pieces and which directions they can move, et cetera. <laughs> yeah. He's like playing a real game. And I'm trying to, you know, <laughs> I'm trying to figure out, okay, my rook can do this. Can I move my knight, my bishop? Like what? And he's like, well, I wouldn't do that if I were you. And I'm like, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so he was really serious about, you know, the game and so you know that that's the I mean you know when we think about getting creative and Mm -hmm. I love to dance and uh, so some people have shared some new line dances and things like that with me so we've been on YouTube learning some line dances and we go through these steps and then when they actually execute it we're like well that's not even the same dance right (laughs) we have to just kind of you know figure it out and um, so we're working to grow but we also want to have fun right because the Bible says a merry heart do it good like a medicine. So we are working to keep our hearts merry as well um, because, you know, we're in a position and a place where it would be easy not to, if that makes sense. Okay. So uh, in addition, uh, things we're doing during this sheltering in place is, you know, I guess like a lot of people, we've, uh, you know, flipping around on Netflix and, uh, you know, that's, <laughs> get suggestions of things to, um, you know, dive into. And uh, just without mentioning any specific names of the of the movies, we got to digging into a movie so much so that, you know, I thought it was great for me, but I found Kim saying, hurry, let's, let's go watch, let's watch the movie. Let's, come on, let's, let's watch the movie. Let's, let's, you know, the next one, the next one, the next one, the next one. And you look up and it's, you know, since we don't exactly have to get up the next morning and do anything, most mornings is, you know, you look at the clock and it's one thirty or 2 o'clock, you say, we're going to watch one more episode, just one more episode. <laughs> yeah. And that is unusual for me because I'm not a big TV watcher. Um, yeah. So, but what I do appreciate is good writing and good acting. And, yeah. uh, you know, some yeah. of the series have been really um, very uh, ironic and surprising, and I just didn't yeah. see some stuff coming uh, because it, I've also written plays and things like that too. So I love good writing. Uh, okay. I'm not into violence, but yeah. So anyway, <laughs> no, no. That's... <laughs> so while you're while you guys are sheltering in place, do you have children at home as well? No, no. It's just uh, the two of us. So uh, yeah, it's 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 pretty interesting around here sometimes. <laughs> this is a marriage show, right? <laughs> so yeah, no, we don't have any children here. Uh, so he does have the three boys, um, and then two of them have their families as well. So, uh, you know, amongst them, uh, we have uh, three granddaughters, and none of oh. them live in the same state. So, oh, wow. So we where we would maybe travel to be able to see them, uh, now it's a FaceTime or, you know, that sort of thing. So um, 
So um, it's, it's just us, and we are, uh, you know, business and then fun. And um, he cut my hair the other day. Uh, oh, wow. <laughs> I keep it pretty wow. sorty. I think he was a little nervous. I go, babe, you can't mess it up. Let's just take it off. <laughs> It'll be fun. Oh, wow. <laughs> Whatever you mess up, I have gel. Uh, we'll make it work. <laughs> oh. <laughs> anyway, we're, I digress. So, yeah, but so it is but, interesting around here. So, yeah, but that's a blessing because I, I had my husband help me uh, cut my hair one time <laughs> and he just took the scissors and just went and I had this long braid drop in my lap. <laughs> and I said, honey, what happened? He was like, you just said cut. I was like, no, not my hair. I meant to cut out the strings. <laughs> so, <laughs> So my experience was a little different. <laughs> yeah, since I decided to go natural and keep it shorter, um, mm-hmm. it's a whole lot easier if I can't. You know, we've, we've done this before. It has nothing to do with corona, but we we have practice. So he okay. can edge me up, line me up, fade me a little bit, that sort of thing. And so, um, but this time I really wanted him to cut it. And he's, you know, so we're taking it in stages. I'm ultimately will end up according to the picture that I showed him. <laughs> I think the picture made him nervous. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. You going to take a stab at cutting my hair again, Eric? No. Uh, Are you going that. to allow him to? No. Uh, no, I'm, I'm still shocked when I, whenever I think about that long braid falling in my lap. I, I just, whew. Yeah, I'll leave the hair with your mom she well, does it a better job than I do well especially since he's bald so I think I'm gonna no maintenance the only way so to be the only way to be about um, so you write plays or, and you direct them or what is it that you, you do with theater yeah so I have uh, written a number of plays I actually have some that I've been threatening notice that term to get published. I just haven't gone the, you know, the full mile yet. Even bought a book on getting them published and copyrighted, but I haven't oh. done it yet. So um, that's, I'm, I'm glad we brought that up because maybe that's something I can do while we're sheltering. Um, but yeah, I have a love for the art, um, drama, dance, all of that. My desire growing up was to sing and dance on Broadway and act in movies in Hollywood. And my parents announced to me that I was going to go to engineering school and be an engineer and be a role model for my sisters, and they, you know, because we got three behind you, and uh, yeah, all that singing and dancing, that stuff can wait, because you're going to need a job, <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so wow. um, but you know, I've been blessed um, all throughout my uh, my career, I had a 20-something year, plus year career in technology, did a number of um, different things, and that's how I actually wound up uh, doing work with women because I was invited to run a women's initiative for a fortune 50 company. And, um, I was like, yeah, you know, I don't have babies. Um, I don't know about nursing mother's rooms and all those things. Maybe that's not direction I should go in. Um, so I gave it thoughts and actually I said, yes. And I gave a caveat. I said, but I can't be all things to all women, which I was reminded of for several years past. Um, but it literally gave me experience, um, you know, working with women in the U.S. and then took the initiative global. And my mm-hmm. role was to get women to the top on the tech side and on the business side. And so, wow. um, yeah, so that, that's how I 
came to be doing the work I'm doing now with uh, the program I'm launching, which is actually, uh, you know, called Reignite Her Light. Um, oh, wow. To literally, um, you know, help burned out women who are, uh, you know, struggling with why they're doing what they're doing, um, feeling guilt because they're successful but unfulfilled, um, mm-hmm. as well as feeling isolated because they don't feel like they have anyone to talk to about wow. it. Like, how can you complain when you have, quote, unquote, everything? Wow. Um, so I know that was my world and my life before this amazing gentleman, you know, came along and uh, – <laughs> I worked 80 to 100 hours a week. So he was like, what wow. is up in this camp? <laughs> right? Wow. Um, so, um, yeah. So uh, anyway, so um, so that's kind of how uh, I came to that. But I think with the plays, um, I've still done a lot of them. Uh, they're mostly um, centered around, uh, you know, uh, you know, a, like a, I guess, a Christian experience. Most <laughs> of what I've written um, has to do with that. I used to do a lot of Easter plays, Christmas plays, um, you know, skits for women's conferences, various things like that. But um, yeah, so even had an opportunity to do some of those things in corporate. So um, I always say thanks, you know, I'm I'm grateful for my amazing life and it just continues to get more amazing each day, uh, even though we're quarantined in the house. It's a blessing. <laughs> so Wow. That's awesome. You did say one thing and it, and of course that, you know, I, it's just certain when, when everyone's talking, it's just certain things that just really, really stand out to me. And when you started talking about, about the types of plays that um, you write, if if you have, if you could take a moment and just share with us or share with our listeners, you know, to what extent has your faith impacted your relationship? Yeah, so my, I mean, our faith is uh, huge in our relationship. In fact, even before we got on the show, for the show, we prayed for you guys, we prayed for the listeners, and we prayed that, you know, God would use us to deliver what he wanted, you know, the people who are listening or even, and I think even Dr. Rod in the replay, right, listening on the replay. Um, (laughs) So it's 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 um it 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 is a a cornerstone uh, for us in our lives, and so even in this time, we recently relocated to Arkansas. We were uh, living in Silicon Valley, uh, so we've been here now what like seven or eight months, I think, babe. Yeah. So you know we still, but we always used to watch um, you know Bishop Jake's early in the morning, and then we could still because we were on Pacific time, get to our church, um, uh, you know with. Um, Gosh, I, for some reason I can't remember the name because they changed the name right as we were leaving. Oh, uh, Redemption Church. <laughs> anyway, oh, wow. so um, yeah, so you know, it it, it is it is um, it's key for us. I mean, it, it we were talking about mindset earlier. Um, it is it is a foundation for our mindset, for our beliefs, even for how we um, you know behave in our marriage and the you know the things that we do and. We're not perfect, and sometimes we need to apologize, and sometimes we need to remind each other that, hey, you know, that wasn't the nicest thing. And so if you feel like you owe me an apology, you know, <laughs> or when you feel, <laughs> but don't do it because I'm saying to do it, right? <laughs> but, um, you know, so it, it is uh, just a huge part. We pray for the world, uh, you know, the 
the healthcare providers, all the first responders, and and just people in general as this, you know, the the time that we're in. We don't we don't try to judge. Oh, they're not a Christian, right? But God created that person, and so we, you know, we know He had a plan and a purpose for them. So. Um, it's huge for us, and and I'll stop talking, and he probably wants to say something. <laughs> we, I'll, I'll just add though um, that w- one of the things uh, that we were really key and very important, uh, I guess, to both of us in doing is um, in the mornings, especially when I when I used to go to work every day. Uh, it was really important to pray uh, for you know all the little. Uh, rugrats that were coming into the school every morning uh, and just pray for them and for the safety of the school. I know a lot of things, you know, go on, go on in schools around the country. And I, I, I can say in the uh, almost 35 years of, of doing, uh, you know, school, high school, uh, that I, I never had to never encounter guns or, or even finding one in, in any school that I worked in. So, and maybe maybe it was that uh, every morning prayer I did, uh, the, that we did, Kim and I did before um, even uh, walking into the school building and just asking for that covering. So um, so I, I think it it's, 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 uh, plays a, a, a great, great, great role in our relationship and knowing that it's just as important uh, to one, uh, me, as it is to her, that, that it happens and that we uh, continue to... Um, you know, just look out for more than just uh, ourselves. So, yeah, so uh, quite important. So uh, we have a couple minutes left, um, but, but before we go, tell us, what's the next chapter for you guys? Interesting that you would ask us that because um, we have been conversing or in conversation about building something together, uh, something that we can do jointly and, you know, bring some uh, some more value to the world. Uh, we're not exactly quite sure what that is. We love the fact that you guys have podcasts um, and so or this radio show, and um, you're working together on that. And so we're looking to to see what we um, can do together. We we have some ideas, but again, we're still not quite sure. So we may, uh, you know, as he's doing, um, you know, the financial components of it there's still a lot of mindset work that needs to be done there um with people not just knowledge but even uh you know believing that they can have this you know they can Mm -hmm. live like the wealthy or have their money work for them like the wealthy um has it worked for them so um, we're looking at some of those things because i do do a lot of uh, mindset work subconscious mind uh belief reprogramming and those sorts of things and so that matters as a whole, you know, even as we are talking about money and, and business and being successful. Um, so we, we're not quite sure, um, but we are, uh, we're trying to work something out. And so <laughs> he's uh, jotting me a couple of notes down here. <laughs> so I have a question um, for you. Sure. So for, for Dr. Rod, since he's, um, he works with educating um people on their on financial literacy, is there an email address or website that our listeners could go to so they could connect with him? You can absolutely email me. Uh, I am absolutely 100% uh, available uh, via email at uh, rodm1906 at yahoo.com. 
and uh, ask any questions you want. Uh, if you want me to share um, information with you about how to uh, increase your portfolio, I will gladly share the information. That, that's my new love there. Awesome. Awesome. And Dr. Kim, is there a website or an email address where our listeners can reach you? Yes. Um, so I have a website that is, it's reigniteherlight.com, uh, reigniteherlight.com. Um, and that's L-I-G-H-T, not L-I-T-E. <laughs> so reigniteherlight.com. Um, uh, we're both also on LinkedIn um, and uh, Facebook uh, as well. Um, so uh, we're not the most active people on Facebook because we're in planning mode right now. Uh, so we will have some other things coming out um, later as well. And so reigniteherlight.com or um, simply Kim at reigniteherlight.com. Okay. Awesome. So I have, I know as we're getting ready to close, we wanted to just, uh, make sure we take a moment to thank all of our first time listeners. If this is your first time listening to the marriage can win show, welcome, welcome, welcome. And you can definitely um, go to the website and listen to any past shows. And if you're a returning listener, welcome back. Welcome back. We thank you so much for your support. We want to make sure that we keep this conversation going. So make sure you follow us on Instagram and Twitter under Marriage Can Win. And that way we'll make sure we follow you back. And if anyone out there is listening, if you have a podcast, definitely go and subscribe to the Marriage Can Win podcast and we can see your information and follow you back. We definitely want to support other businesses out there. You know, you have other entrepreneurs that are starting their their podcasts, they're, they're starting their radio shows and we definitely want to be able to support you in that endeavor and just a quick reminder for those of you who don't know we have a new project that that's actually in the process of being released we're doing our pre-sales now our new book is coming out it's called struggling to keep the vows so those couples that are out there that have been listening to the podcast or the radio shows and they're wondering you know should I stay? Should I go? I'm having challenges, you know, in those three areas, communication, finances, sex, and maybe in different areas. It could be overcoming obstacles, rebuilding trust, your finances, whatever the case may be. We're partnering with about six other couples that are all sharing their stories of how they struggled to keep their vows and the strategies that they implemented to help them. So if you want to go ahead and grab your pre-sale copy, we have a few spots left for those that, that order it now. It's um, $20 plus shipping and handling and the first 20 pre-orders. We, all, we have a few spots left, honey. I'm not exactly sure how many, but those, you can be included in the book. So you could definitely um, go to eric.strugglingtokeepthevowsbook.com. And again, that's eric, E-R-I-C, dot strugglingtokeepthevowsbook.com. And we want to thank you all so much for tuning in with us tonight. Thank you again, Dr. Dr. Rod Martin and Dr. Kim Martin. You guys were amazing. You guys have provided so much information for our listeners. So if you're, you know, you're at home and you want to definitely go ahead and start taking advantage of, of what Dr. Rod has to offer to help you to help build, leave a legacy for your family and for ladies out there. If you're, you know, you need to, to what is that, peak performance, reach your peak potential, make sure you connect with Dr. Kim. We are 
so, so blessed just to have them on the show this evening and want to thank them again for joining us. And remember, you can be the change that you want to see in your relationship. And we'll see you guys next Tuesday night at 9 p.m. on the Love Radio Network.